Welcome to the More Life Podcast, where creative, problem solvers, and entrepreneurs talk about squeezing more out and finding meaning in this crazy thing we call life. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the More Life Podcast. I'm here with Kevin Unger from Morning Light Photography. Kevin, say what's up to the people, man. Hello, hello. So how are you doing? I'm Man, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, Kevin, you are a photographer based out of the Niagara region, St. Catharines, for people that know Ontario and Canada as such. Uh, tell us a little bit about the, how the company started. I know you're a young guy, uh, and I know that you are you have a, a large portfolio, and you've been shooting a lot for, I guess, since you were younger. So tell me how you started in photography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're actually set, like, in my office office, which is across the street from a local concert venue. And when I was in high school, I wanted to go to concerts for free and I had a camera. So I told the bands, Hey, if you can get me in for free, I'll do your photos. And it worked, uh, which is great. And then uh, as I started to do more concerts, I thought, Hey, give me 10 bucks and, and get me in for free. And then I said, like, can give me 20 bucks and get me in for free. And like it kept working. And then eventually I did start doing some of like the band's promo photos, like for their CDs or EPs or MySpace pages. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, for their MySpace pages and everything. And so I started doing, that's how I got into more portraiture. Uh, and I was like, okay, this is cool. And then some of the, a couple of the bands even started taking off um, to the point where some of them started being in like uh, different magazines, like alternative press. Some of them were even in like uh, books or CD stores and music stores in Japan, which was wild yeah. seeing like cardboard yeah. cutouts of my photos in Japan. That's awesome. Yeah, which is dope. And so I'm like, I saw like, I'm like, okay, cool. Clearly I can, I, like near the end of high school, I was like, clearly I know how to do this photo thing. I'm going to keep getting better. Um, I need to learn how to run a business. Uh, so I went to school for marketing, sales and marketing. Um, and like, I didn't, I don't love school as is, but I was like, okay, I'll do a quick two-year program so I get mm-hmm. a base on that. And you know what? Like, I, I think although it was, it, I don't know if it was everything. I certainly wasn't everything I needed, but it gave me, it, it helped me get interested in business. And then yeah. from there, I started di- taking a deep dive into like how to properly run business, how to make systems and how to do marketing properly yeah. and all that stuff. Like, in college, it'd be like, hey, uh, like, how are you guys going to market the business? Like, oh, run a Facebook ad. Check. It's like, well, hey, like, within, like, <laughs> there, there's jobs dedicated to Facebook ads, right? Yeah. Like to say, we'll run a Facebook ad. It's like you get the check mark. It's like, that's not yeah, right. Yeah, what returns did you get on yeah, that? Well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So like, but it gave me the interest to actually get interested in business. So that was cool. So yeah, and then um, when me and my wife, my ne- girlfriend at the time got engaged and now wife, well, our wedding photographer said, hey, you guys should do this together. So I still had my whole headshot business that I was starting to do and the commercial work and the bands and all mm-hmm. that co- fun, cool, creative stuff. And we said, okay, cool. We'll start a company called, and we called it Morning Light. And that yep. was in October. And then in the January, we booked, four, we launched it and uh, we booked 14 weddings in our first year. And then Whoa. from now on, we've, yeah, we've been around like 20 to 30 weddings a year. And now we're starting to have people join a board uh, with us and so you, start shooting you for shoot us. with your wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really dope. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. And now we're starting to have people come with us and start. We have like one person who shoots for us and we have another one person who's starting soon as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's gone really well. It's I've, really cool. I've uh, shot weddings before when I was, you know, learning photography okay. uh, as a second shooter and then as a, you know, as a, a single solo shooter yeah. for like a day event type of thing. Yeah. Event photography is really hard and it's yeah. not, it's not what people think it is. No. <laughs> no, it's like you have to be on like I, I, it was shocking to me now that like it's like it's like full time and it has been for a number of years how actually it's I find it's it's more it's not even like the actual like 
the actual photos is the hard part. It's like being on all day, being yeah. like emotionally there for people all day. It's like something you wouldn't think is like, no. okay, cool. Like I didn't know that that was going to be the thing, right? I did it for like a year, maybe like four or five weddings okay. where I was helping a friend of mine who was starting okay. their business. Uh, and by the end of it, I was like, bro, I'm done. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's not for everyone. It's, man. Not, for yeah, everyone. it's not for everyone. You have to give up your, your Saturdays, yep. your Friday evenings, your Sundays. You're dressed in black. You're running around all day. Yep. And you have to be creative on demand, yeah. you know, based yeah. on what the challenges are. And then on top of that, then it's, it's like, oh yeah, after that you have 2,000 photos to edit yeah. and do oh, selects yeah. and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So Dude, like, okay, <laughs> our average wedding, we end up shooting because it's two of us, right? So we take five to 7,000 photos in a wedding day. Yeah, it's crazy. Peace out. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's a lot. It is It is a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure like your exports or like, you know, even importing, ingesting is like a process and file store. It's, oh such, my gosh. it's such a yeah. whole other thing when you make it your life yeah you know just file storage and organization and all these different types of things is like things people that i feel like photography is one of those industries where people feel like anybody can do it because of this the barrier to entry is so small it's so yeah. low so small yeah yeah so everyone feels like oh i can do this i have an iphone <laughs> yeah and you know like portrait mode hello yeah and like one two filters visco yeah What's there you up? go you're good i'm a pro now right yeah and it's like, well, there's one thing to have a skill. It's another thing to have a business. Yeah. And how do we marry those two? What do we, how, how do we mind that gap? You know, I think like the business world, you gotta, you have to, you have to find not just what you're good at, but what do people actually want? Yeah. And then, you know, find that intersect and then offer something in a unique way that actually differentiates yourself and that showcases your your value add. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Like, well, it's even interesting too, because with the music stuff, like I would post, I, like even like on LinkedIn, I would post like really cool and creative, like whether it's like band photos or business photos and portraits that I would take that are really fun and cool and creative. But then yeah. I also post every once in a while, the let's not call it boring, but the standard headshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but because I was posting all that creative stuff, I was getting tons of regular headshot jobs. I was like, that's weird. I'm like, okay. Hmm. But then I found that everyone was really wasn't wanting the creative stuff. They just wanted like on like plain white background. So I just started, I rebranded my entire website, just a plain white background. And I found for a couple month period, my business tanked. I was like, oh, they even though they maybe need these gotcha. regular headshots, they want to see they, the creativity. They want to feel like they're working with like someone who's cutting edge and who's wow. creative. I'm like, yeah, that was an expensive mistake to learn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it was so it's interesting too. And even trying undo, to undo, undo, undo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I basically redid my website three months later because I'm like, oh, no one actually wants it, mm -hmm. even though that's what they need. So it's like almost like giving, yeah, I know it was very interesting. So, so yeah. now with everyone, quote unquote, says that they're a like, even I, I own multiple camera yeah, bodies. Yeah, yeah. I don't tell people I'm a photographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a photographer. I know there's people who do this for, for real, for real. Um, now with everybody, quote unquote, being a photographer, yeah. how do you differentiate yourself as a pro? Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, like it's, it's it's an interesting question. So, like, I mean, like a pro. I mean, like that's I I, I pay my bills taking photos. Mm -hmm. So I guess maybe that would make me a professional. Yeah. Um. Because I guess like if you're making money, th that would make you a professional, or at least part time professional, right? Yeah. Yeah. For um, sure. But yeah, like. I'm like this is like this is my sole source of income between like the two photography like companies. Um, so yeah, so that's that's kind of where things are at there that way. But yeah, I mean like it's it's also just like acting professional too because you see people and like how they act on on social and how they even on your personal one. Like I have 
people on our morning light account or our morning light clients will then go and follow my mm-hmm. personal Instagram. Well, I better yeah. behave yeah. for lack of a better term. Um, <laughs> because like, if they see me, like, let's say I actually don't like, I, I love weddings, but let's say I didn't like weddings. And it's like, it was talking crap about clients or talking poorly about like the wedding industry. Well, that is not professional at all. Yeah. Right. So I think it's like, yeah, it's like things like that. So like, besides just like monetarily, like that's how I, I, I pay my house bills and everything. And I pay for like this studio space. It's also like how you act and how people perceive you too. And like, yeah, with weddings, it's such an intimate setting. Yeah. It's, it's very much a vibe, like yeah, a vibe yeah, check. Yeah, yeah. Like, are we on the same frequency? Yeah. Do we like each other? Do I like your aesthetic and how you yeah. your process? Talk us a little. Talk to us a little bit about the the process that you take for clients to ensure that that they're happy. I think at any business, if you're only focused on product, yeah, then you're going to see failure. But yeah. if you're focused on customer satisfaction and repeat customers and all that type of stuff on what the customer actually wants, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to see so much more out of it. Yeah. So you know that's a great question. So. I find, okay, so don't, okay, preface it by saying, I think you should pursue excellence of your craft. Mm-hmm. I think that's super important. However, you don't have to be the best photographer in the world. Right. You need to provide an amazing experience. You need to, like, so, like, the process for us, like, let's say an inquiry comes in, uh, and so then we, like, we send them our wedding guide, and we then invite them to our studio to come meet with us, and we have a coffee with them and sit down and talk with them. I understand not everyone's going to have a studio space, but, like, it definitely helps. It's a little bit better than meeting at, like, a Starbucks or something yeah, like that. pretty loud. Yeah, right? Meanwhile, you can come here, and, like, we have like the nice music playing. We can then show them the wedding albums. We can learn about them and their day and that kind of thing. And like, and walk them through what a typical day looks like, walk them through right. packages, that kind of thing. So all of a sudden already, it's like this really nice experience. And then on the engagement session, you spend a lot of time getting to know them through the engagement session and through the emails and keeping up with them on social media. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and like posting the, their, their session on social. And then as the day comes up, just keeping in good communication with them. And then the day goes by, it's great. You're there for them the whole day. Like we are, like, I think that the big thing, photo- yeah. mistake photographers make is they think they're there to get their portfolio no you're there to serve like mm-hmm. and if the photos make your portfolio dope that's great right, but like right, you're there right. to serve first and foremost um and provide an amazing experience and then for us um once we edit the photos call through like sort through the photos edit the photos we uh will then invite them over for a preview party because we have like the big nice. projector yeah here uh and then like the big screen so because you spend so much time like getting to know your couple for like and 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 doing the engagement session and spending all the time communicating for you to just uh, once you're done the photos go here's a link bye it's right. like that's so empty so yeah. we started doing like, these preview parties and like it's like the best way of like clients being able to see their photos and they're like in awe and they say none of my friends got this for their weddings mm. and as a result of providing an amazing experience for your customers it helps your bottom line like right. you will make more money and that's great but like serve your customers first and foremost and provide an amazing experience yeah I think like people get it kind of mixed up like the cart before the horse type thing yeah. where they're like all I want to do is focus on the skill. I'm like, skill is so important. It's yeah. great, but it's not the end all be yeah, all. Yeah. I think how people feel and you went to school for marketing. So yeah. you, you know a lot of this stuff already yeah. as well, but like you're kind of selling a feeling. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent, man. Like, and that's the thing, like, I know there's like, I know in my area, there's photographers who are significantly better than me mm-hmm. who aren't working. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, so I'm like, does like it's just, it's like it's it's like almost disheartening at times. Like, so does skill matter? Right. Like, but like, yes, it does. Like, in chill, but like, here's the thing: is like, get really good at business so you can keep working, so you can hone in your skills, so you can like keep getting better, right? Like, so true. Yeah. So that's how what, I look at it. What I I want to even dive a little bit deeper in terms of like 
business practice versus just skill. Because again, yeah. I can we can have a whole conversation on skill, yeah. on gear, yeah. on all that type of stuff. Yeah, and, and you know the craftsmanship of photography. I don't know if you do you do for videography as well. Like, no, no, we don't really. You don't no, offer we don't, that. We, no, like, we don't professionally offer that, no. or anything no. like that. But like, I wanted to focus, um, let's say, on the business side because yeah. I feel like there's a lot of people who aspire to be photographers because it's kind of yeah. cool yeah it seems oh, like yeah. a cool it seems job super cool you get to go to weddings and hang out eat good food yeah. maybe have some drinks like yeah. it seems like the life it, it seems like the life yeah. and it's very much like hey my mom or dad bought me a camera and i can take some cool f- pictures of yeah. my friends yeah what if this was my job right like it, yeah. it seems very uh, aspirational yeah um, but I, I want to help people who are thinking about jumping into an industry like this because it's yeah. super competitive yeah you know just like anything else so you have to um, maybe have a framework and some SOPs, some uh, sy- systems and processes to kind of help frame you into yeah. uh, getting the same result every time. I think a big thing that a lot of people would struggle with is consistency. And yes, getting, like, yeah, new yeah, leads. yeah, yeah, yeah. And doesn't matter what stage you're at. Yeah. You always want more leads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> or better uh, a better quality of lead. Yeah. So yeah. if not more, better quality. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If 100%. not more, then better quality. Yeah, leads. Yeah, yeah. So like, what do you guys do to help you get leads? Cause I feel like if you're young and starting, like what you said at the beginning, very good hustle work. Yeah. You know man. what I mean? Like just whatever you need to do, do that. And then there's yeah. another point where it's like, okay, for me to grow, I need to start saying no to some things and yes to other yeah. things. And that's a it took me a lot of a yeah. lot of time as a designer to figure that one out. Like yeah. tell me about your 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 process. Yeah. Okay, well first off, I think like even like what you're saying too, it's really competitive. Yeah. But there's also more than enough room for everyone. Mm-hmm. Right? Like there's there's think about it like we we everyone wants photos for other social media, and oh, I think yeah. there's a whole other thing. You should be like offering products besides just giving photos so people can post them online. Um, but yeah, like I think like having good systems in place is like super important. And like planning out, like I find it's 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 interesting. Like planning out your posts and posting regularly is such a small way to keep growing your audience. And to like it's like it seems so simple. Like get like a Planoly or Latergram or Hootsuite or whatever. Yeah. Um, and just like I like, I mean, the past week or two has been a little rougher for us. But as I say that, but like typically though, like in a typical month, like we're posting five days a week. Like I'm not sitting there posting it, and I've had friends tell me, "Well, that's not genuine." I'm like, "No, what, I, I don't know what that means." Like, like we're still posting. Yeah. It. It's like, and we're still like replying to comments. We're still replying to messages. But when we post regularly, and we post like with like our typically our captions, we take them from blog posts. So we have our blog post, and then we take like paragraphs from that or small sections from that, that's and so turn good. those into then uh, like our. Instagram posts, our Facebook posts, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like, I remember hearing that on another podcast. Yeah. Like, oh, that's so smart. And so we have people who write our, a lot of our blog posts for us. Like we work with them on that. Yeah. But, uh, and then so I'm able to take that and then put that into Planoly along with a nice photo from an engagement session, a wedding, a family mm-hmm. session, maternity session, whatever it is. Uh, and then we plan out five days a week and, we, and then also some photos of us too so people can get to know us and our team, that kind of thing. And honestly, just posting five days a week we get a lot more leads that way. Right. Like, and you've engineered it so it hasn't been a huge cost for you. Yeah. I think people feel like what you just said is super expensive and they won't make any money. Yeah. So they feel like, 
well, if I have to find somebody to to do, run my social media yeah. and I have to pay for a service yeah. or I have to do, you know, write blogs, well, I'm never going to have time yeah. to do the work. But I think it's one of those things, if you set yourself up, yeah. it will actually be, get easier and easier. That's what I've learned. Yeah. You take, like you said, take a blog post, chop it up, yeah. or whatever asset you have, use it in multiple different yeah. ways. And the more you do it, you'll get faster at it. Oh, and you can also repost the same thing. Yeah, of course. Because because people think like, oh, I already posted that. I tried it the other day. I reposted the same photo that we posted a couple months ago. It got more likes this time. That's so funny. It got more likes. And it's like, not that likes are the end all be all because like they're vanity metrics. We all know yes. that. Like it doesn't actually matter, which I'm so thankful that Instagram got rid of the likes. The likes button. Because well, even like with that though, like whenever we post like, photos of like a happy couple on a wedding day, it does really well. Mm-hmm. And let's say I post a picture of wedding albums. They tank in terms of engagement. Mm. However, we then sell way more wedding albums because the people who are actually interested, interested in it, so it's more yeah, specific. It's more specific. So it actually, because like, here's the thing, why do you need 50,000 followers if you're only booking, like uh, for the average photographer who's not a yeah. team, you're, you're booking 20 to 30 weddings. You need 20 to 30 qu- clients a year. You, so you don't need 50,000 yeah. followers. So who cares if the odd post tanks? And now, now we know that when, we, when we're posting, when we're scheduling those posts. And also, that's my Monday morning for an hour or two. And then my whole week is done. So I'm not like every day at 12, like on my phone. I know, like, yeah, 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 like I, I, I don't have to do that then, right? So I'm like, just do it all at once. Batch it, it's man. It's true. Yeah. Have you, have, are you a Gary Vee fan? Yeah. Have you heard of his stuff? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like talk, his stuff. He, he talks a lot about how um, the number of followers you have is inconsequential. It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If, if you can get, it's all about how much engagement you can get. Yeah. So it's like, if you have 50 people that follow you on, let's say Twitter or on yeah. Instagram, how many conversations are you engaging in? Yeah. And how many conversations are people engaging with you in? Yeah. That's the only metric that matters. Yeah. Because people get lost in some of these, um, you know, analytics and different yeah. like vanity metrics that, 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 really are to make us feel good yeah, yeah, yeah. but it doesn't actually help the bottom line yeah because you can post a picture that have a thousand likes on it but if nobody actually inquired about what the product was or what the service was yeah. or who you are yeah, yeah. or said like wow that's really good i'm going to keep you in mind next time yeah then what was the, who cares about likes? Yeah, no, likes totally. don't pay bills. Yeah, no, exactly. But somebody, yeah, yeah. if you post or if you in, insert yourself in a conversation um, online and you start to people start to recognize yeah. who you are and start to follow you and start to maybe buy from you, that's way more valuable. Yeah, so 100%. I think people have to like you got to keep that in mind. I know it feels trust me, it feels great. It feels great. It feels great. <laughs> if I want to feel good, yeah. I just post a picture of like my kids. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna get for me. It's my wife. Post yeah. picture of my wife. It gets like two, three hundred likes. Exactly. I'm like, feels great, but it's not even me. It's not People aren't, aren't here for me. <laughs> They're here for her. And I looked at the like top nine the other, like when it was like like last Christmas or whenever the New Year's is. Yes. It was all pictures of my wife. Yeah. Like no one likes me. They just like seeing pictures of they her. They just want to see pictures yeah. of my family. Yeah. I'm just the guy with like the internet password. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? exactly. Exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah. How about, um, let's talk about like working with a spouse. It's not for everyone. No. Not everybody can I do that. I would say that. most people shouldn't. Yeah. I, most people shouldn't. I would agree with that statement. Yeah. Like if someone were to tell me yeah. like, hey, guess what? Your business is going to explode next year, but you only can hire your wife. Yeah. I'd be like, wow, that's going to be a challenge. I'm going <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to need like a marriage coach yeah. to like coach me th- Straight through up. that. <laughs> Straight it, up. It's not meant for everybody. People yeah. have different working styles. How are they working with uh, with you and your spouse? Yeah, I think like, I think as a whole, I think partnerships are a horrible idea. I think they're so bad. The only, <laughs> it's like this saying, like the only ship that sinks is a partnership. Um, but I'm working with a spouse and you know, don't get me wrong, like, here's the thing, we definitely bicker a lot. But like, and when people see us on the wedding day, it's like, we're like the happiest couple ever, which like, don't get me wrong, everything, 
everything's great. We love each other so much. It's great. Um, but it's just like when you work together, naturally you're going to have disagreements. Yes. And then sometimes, let's say, you guys are, one of us used, the, I was in the washroom too long in the morning. She didn't get to get ready before the wedding. And now like, like we're like, we're we're to go yes. at the door. But it's not like, oh, you're going to just get out the door. You're going to work together, right? So it's like, you have those things. But like overall, man, though, it's it's so good. Like, because people love like the husband and wife uh, team, yep. especially in weddings. So that's actually the thing that we're now navigating as we grow. It's not it's becoming not Kevin and Victoria. It's becoming more, hey, this is the morning light team as we're starting to yeah. add people to our team. Because we know, because my, my, my wife is, is in school for political science right now. And okay. like, hopefully uh, law school, she's thinking in the future as well. So we know that... The husband and wife team that can't exist forever for her to pursue her dreams. Right. And so, but we all we also know that a lot of photographers either don't like to or are not great at running their own business and would prefer to work for someone. So if we can provide a great place for people to work, that's kind of where we're trying to go. So it's also now not just the husband wife team, it's now figuring out as husband wife, how do we make this so we can have other people come in right. and feel welcomed and do all those things kind of with that. Was she a natural photographer? Like, was she somebody who, or was it something like, this was your thing and you showed her how? No, she was always interested in photography. Okay. I just did it a bit more. And then she's like, yeah, I could do that. And I was like, all right, cool. And it's like, cause she helped me, would help me with like the odd thing here and there mm-hmm. um, where I needed somebody else. And so she was always like interested in it and took like the media classes in like high school stuff because I got okay. started so young, right? Uh, but yeah, she was always interested in it. But then as we, like, we did, obviously started the company, she got way more interested in right. it. And then now it became her, her job as How well. How long have you guys been married? We married four years. Four years this okay. year. Yeah. So you guys got married young. Yeah. So you you're doing all. So did so did my wife and I. Yeah. So you do all the growing together. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. So I can resonate with the whole bickering because you're learning, right? Like, yeah. It's like, all right, fine. I'll just get out of the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. Right, like you're you putting yeah newlyweds who have are running a new business together who are also like 20 years old. Yeah, there's gonna be some fights. There's gonna be some fights, but the th- but the because we're just immature. You're immature kids, right? Like you said it. Yeah, man. like I, I this could easily be a marriage podcast right now. We oh, totally. E- we could easily make this into a marriage podcast. Totally. So you guys are now talking about like growing the team, yeah. expanding it. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. in the same place right now. Nice, um, where learning to wear different hats, you know, where you're like, okay, I now need to do uh, specific things in a different order to set them up first so that they can go and run and and be successful more than me be the person with my finger in every pot and trying to do everything. It's a different kind of world. Totally. You know, like finding the right kind of people to surround yourself with that are, are... not just proficient, but our thinkers and our doers, like they can do the work. Um, talk to me about like your hiring. How do you vet people? Like, yeah. how do you do the whole gamut? How do you how do you go through yeah. it? Yeah, well, I think it's important. Even when it was just Victoria and I, it wasn't just Victoria and I. Like, think about it. Like, we have an accountant, we have a bookkeeper, we have uh, people who will do a lot of our blog posts and our social media content. But like, even just from like, even if you're just like a solo entrepreneur, or solopreneur, like having a good bookkeeper. Like, I don't need to do my books. Why? I'm I take photos for a living. I failed math all throughout high school. Like I should not like I took one math course in college. Like like I should not be doing my books. Um and then I have an accountant and a good accountant will save you a ton of money, which yes. is great. So it's like have good people surrounding you. So even if you can't like hire people, it's important to like have a good team even if they're on a contract basis with you or like your bookkeeper accountant that kind of thing um and then maybe even a business coach because we we have one that 100%. we that we work with um but yeah so i mean like even 
Uh, like it, a lot of it even like came naturally too. Like, so, um, Beth who's shooting for us, uh, she started off like editing for us. Cause mm. I was looking for a wedding editor for us for a while and I couldn't find one. And so I was fed up and I, uh, I, I, I was like, you know what? Like I was, I was done praying about it and be like, Hey, well, apparently they're not coming. So I was like, <laughs> uh, so I, I then I put on my personal Instagram saying, Hey, uh, does anyone want to edit headshots? And cause I'm like, something's got to give. Cause I can't do everything myself. 100%. Right. I cannot do everything. If I want to grow, I can't keep doing it all. Um, because the, that's just stressing me out. And then if I'm stressed out, I also work with my wife and then we're both stressed out. There's then no we also take it home. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it's not, it's not good for me. It's not good for us. So like something's got to give. So I'm like, okay, well, if I can't find someone for weddings, I'll do it for headshots, put it on there. And then Beth reached out to us and said, Hey, like if I, I don't really know much about headshots, but if you ever need help editing weddings, I could do that. Mm. I was like, Oh no way. That's awesome. <clears throat> so she started off editing for us and she edited for us for like a year and a half. Um, and then we're like, Hey, would you ever want to shoot? And she's like, actually I'd prefer to. I was like, Oh, awesome. Wow. So we had to find a new editor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was great because then as she shoots, we can then take on more projects. Yeah, capacity grows. Yeah, capacity grows, right? And so it just came very naturally because then she, because having edited for us, she now knows exactly what our photo should look like. She's got our settings in the top right-hand corner of the Lightroom, right? Like yeah. she knows exactly what everything should be. And then also too, like I think people want to hire people and expect them to be great right away. Because mm -hmm. like, even as we're starting to bring another person or two on right now, and even for editors, it's like, no, you got to work with them. You got to yes. work with them. Like, because if you're not willing to teach them your process, because even if they they can get 70% there, that's more than good enough. Like one time there was, there was a wedding that I wasn't sure if I, I loved how it was, it was edited by someone, not Beth, but by, some, by another person. And then my one friend I was showing, I was like, Hey man, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, and he said, well, did you send it out? I was like, yeah. He said, then it wasn't that bad. I was like, ah, that's true. Okay, I was like, okay, that makes sense because maybe it's not exactly how I do it. And I was stressing out because it's not exactly how I do it. Right. But looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, the photos were great. Wow. It just wasn't quite as good as I would personally do it. Yeah. But also, we were just so lucky with Beth because she would nail it at yeah, ten out of ten yeah, every yeah, time, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, so like when we were starting a new person, it's like, oh yes, that's true. We have to teach people. Hundred percent. Yeah, we have to teach people and work with them because you're not like you got to you have to have the heart of the teacher. I think if you want to grow, that's what I'm learning yeah. right now. Yeah. You got all the stuff that first of all you have to know your process. Oh yeah. And once you know your process, that will make it easier already for yeah. whoever you're trying to onboard, whoever's learning your process yeah. and your skills, and then from even their refinement and and showing them you know or allowing them rather to make decisions on the fly say listen if this is a little too overexposed here's I'm gonna let you solve it, but this is yeah. the range I want it to be in. Yeah. And this is how I want it to look yeah, and yeah, feel. Yeah. Yeah. And so allow them to go with it so you don't always have to micromanage. But there's always like I, I've said this before on a different episodes of the podcast, the the rate of diminishing return. Yeah. The more specific, the more expensive, the more whatever, yeah. the less it will be for, easy for someone to tell the difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I have camera X that costs five thousand dollars and camera y that costs ten thousand yeah. dollars no one's gonna uh, no one's gonna know the difference no if i notice. shoot a jpeg and put it on instagram oh, or totally. if you think of J if i shoot a raw and send it to you in your email you're still not gonna know the difference oh, right totally. away yeah. so that's where it's like the more specific you have it it's like okay that's good because yeah. that will help them get it closer but when you're training somebody you have to be willing to say listen 
we're going to grow with them and they're going to learn from us even more. So it doesn't have to be like a home run the very first time. Yeah. Okay, this was good. Here are a few pointers. Yeah. Next time, make some more decisions on your own and let's see how we can get to where we yeah. need to be. And to me, it's almost too, it's it's almost like the whole like, I know this goes into like the Christian side of things, but it's like the grace and truth thing. It's almost like you have to have that for people when they're starting out with you. It's like, hey, listen, good job. Like, good job. Like, and it, you know, they probably did good enough yes. or like almost there, but it's like, also, the truth is like, here's some things we need to work on, yes. right? And it's like trying to find the balance of that, that's is so right? Good. Like, it's like trying to figure out that stuff. Um, but yeah, like that's like that's the thing. It's like just like, and also too, like we're figuring it out as we go. Like we're, we also oh, have yeah, a business yeah. coach that we work on. Like I am so far from having figured it all out. Like I'm like just seeing like, okay, cool. Like we've seen the process of how it got to us to being full time and having more than enough work, having hundreds of inquiries come in every year. Now mm-hmm. we're like, okay, cool. And then we did that with like Beth. And now we're like, okay, we like the first year she only had like, one and she was very gracious with us, like because like like with her schedule and everything. The first year she only had one wedding. We we're like, oh, would you want to shoot? We got her one right away. The next year she had three. This like ne- this for this next year she's or no she had four this year. Uh, and then this next year she's she's at seven. She's probably gonna end up. And we're not even in booking season yet, so she'll probably end up like fifteen twenty. But like now, how do we duplicate that process mm. but do it like three times faster? So like in your first right. year you're shooting like five or ten because we don't you like it's not worth it for someone to be shooting just one wedding. So now how do we do that? Cool. So we figured it out. Now how do we speed this process up? And I think that involves for us from a skill level, a lot more teaching, a lot more intentionality, and also too, just like working a lot more on the marketing side of things. And we've been learning that in the last year. And I think that's why we're also now booking up. Our schedule is pretty much filled for this next year. Yeah. Um, Even with all the COVID yeah. stuff, that's, oh, yeah. that's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worked out really, really well. Uh, and now we're just focusing on just Beth and like the new people we're bringing on. And so it's like now like just like booking up her schedule, mm-hmm. which is like really important to us because then we can show her, hey, look, we care about you. We want you to have work. And like, yeah. and with that, it's also like, like I said, putting the money into the blog post and all that stuff because there's some For about sure. like her and like working with her and also any client that she's got, making sure we get testimonials of, from her, mm-hmm. getting Google reviews from her because Google reviews help like crazy and people oh, yeah. don't realize that. Oh, yeah. Right? So it's like all of those things like cool. So we're figuring it out and after figuring out like cool. Now how do we take this process that we've done that's clearly working to get her a full-time schedule? Yep. How do we duplicate or duplicate that but three times faster? Yeah. That's the goal. What I've been learning what my business coach has been showing me and helping me work through uh, we have a full-time employee and then we have a, a part-time employee. Cool. Um, and when we brought on the part-time employee, we got Faria, the full-timer, to train her. Uh, <laughs> it was okay. like, you've already done this. Yeah. And now you know necessarily, you you can trim the fat of yeah. all the extra stuff that I was saying that didn't really matter. Because you, you're you actually know. in the yeah, trenches that's now. that's cool. Yeah, you're yeah, in yeah. the trenches more than I am. So yeah. me going back trying to train somebody on how we do, let's say, our onboarding of clients or we do like design briefs and stuff yeah. like that. It's going to be so much faster with her teaching the new, the new person yeah. because they are they have been doing it for the last year and a half. Yeah. So it's like, okay, now you show them. And yeah. every every like cycle, it actually gets more and more refined. Yeah. And, you know, like you, you start to like tell people, write down everything you do. And then you can start to see what the what the actual patterns yeah. are for all of that totally. stuff. Totally. It's such a unique process, like switching that hat, like being an yeah. artist. Being somebody who thinks creatively, and then yeah. the more and more you 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 grow inside of a business, the more uh, you start to see like, oh, okay, it's actually more strategic, and creativity is problem solving. So yeah. it's not just that I'm creative with a camera, yeah, no, totally. But it's like it's I need to be creative with management, yeah. with people, with you know having a a culture, you know, for the company, all that type yeah. of stuff. The other things that I'm like. 
oh, my skill set and creativity is actually going to be transferred. Now I'm not, I'm, my goal is not to be the lead designer yeah. in my agency. The, the goal is, is for me to be the, the manager, yeah, is yeah, to yeah. be the person who can do the most procurement and onboarding and sales. And for us to continue to, to grow as a company and to have that culture, I need to use my creativity to like show people and train yeah. people and bring them on, which is one of the hardest things I think I've been learning in the last little bit is like, how do you transfer um, culture? Yeah. Yeah. Like how do you, <laughs> like how do you yeah. get somebody to be on the same page so that everyone is feeling good? And, and yeah, because like, collaboration is hard already. Yeah. Uh, I've learned, you know, being on a couple sets of like bigger film shoots and yeah. stuff like that, you kind of learned uh, uh, a director's job is extremely hard. Oh my gosh. Because you yeah. got to have like a hundred people all yeah. on the same page. And then, okay, you transfer that to like what I do. It's like, you know, collaboration, that's already hard. Culture is even harder. Like, how do I how do I explain the values of my business in a way that they understand it so that, yeah. you know, the name of the agency is called creative partner is because there's, it's more human. We partner yeah. with people. So I needed to be genuine. I yeah. needed to be friendly. Yeah. I needed to be accessible um, and unpretentious. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? Like we have to, we have to be good people and yeah. it's one thing to hire somebody who is skilled, but then you now, I, now that I know what I want, it's like, okay, I got to yeah. make sure that I'm, hiring somebody who's also uh fits those requirements yeah no totally yeah and i think even for us too it's like we also the reason we asked like even like beth to come shoot for us is because like she is so good with people and even like the other two people who are talking to about coming to work with us like they're so good with people i'm like we can train skill that's yeah. no problem because like here's the thing we know all the technical things you could need to know mm-hmm, and i mm-hmm. can teach that yeah. um no problem but I'm not sure you I think you can grow in this, but I'm not sure if you can necessarily teach it as easy as like, how do you get along with people you don't know? How do you, how do you, yeah. Like how do you like interact with family on a wedding that you've never met before? How do you do, how do you treat people really well? How do you make people feel comfortable in front of a camera? Yeah. that Those are things that are hard because you have to bring that out of people. Right. And yeah. so, anyone who that we're going to bring on with us like we've had people who've asked can i co-op with you but that means they're going to come to weddings with us and i've told them no because after interviewing them i'm like we can't have anyone who's pretentious we can't have anyone who's got an ego problem we can't have anyone who's who's that uh and like because it reflects it, on you it does it reflects on us and also i just i can't deal with that right i, I, <laughs> I got enough going on yeah right <laughs> like i don't there's not room for ego here because i'm like like even for me i'm like i want the people we hire to be significantly better photographers than me oh yeah or at least become better photographers than me if they're not already right because I don't need to be the best. I don't need to. Nope. I know I, I know I have a skill set in like bringing people together and I'm like, cool, clearly I'm good at like selling wedding packages and like a good experience and designing that for yep. clients. That's great. I'm really glad I have that skill set. And now let's provide a place for other photographers who may not want to run their own business to be able to live in and thrive within that in ecosystem right. in that environment I'm like, I'm like it's yeah we're figuring it out as we go like we're trying to learn but I'm like yeah like you have to it's it's a people game first I think if you're not good with people if you don't care about people you can't work with us I, I, I um friend of mine Tristan Barracks episode one of the podcast that people buy from people they like yeah yeah so yeah. it's like if they don't like you if you're not a connection you might get a sale once here or there yeah. from them. Yeah. But if they like you, yeah. 
they'll be your biggest advocate, your biggest cheerleader. They will mm-hmm. love working with you. They'll you'll be repeat yeah. customers. All that good stuff. The stuff you want, yeah. all the gravy. Yeah. That's from that's when they like you. They felt like, wow, this person respected me. This person treated me really well. Yeah. This person did all this type of stuff. That that person will always have work. Yeah. Because it's like social hacking. Yeah. You know how to uh, um, open up yourself to to find where the connection point yeah. is so you can have those connections. Yeah. And I think no matter what type of industry you're in, you could be selling cereal boxes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like someone, if you can find a way to make it real yeah. to someone, then I think people will, will ultimately be happy. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. And I think people can also sense when someone's genuine or when they're not. Yeah. Right? It's, not, like, it's not, it's not, it's not forced or fake. Yeah. That, that's the people. Is. I think people have a much better BS sensor than people think. Like, yes. I think people know. And, and the other thing is we, we are sold so much stuff all the time yeah. by big corporations. Yep. So people in the service industry have a real easy, um, in like, Hey, Instead of us being like a big box, why don't we just be human? Yeah. And I think this goes back even to what we were talking about before. You don't have to have every client on the planet. No. You need to just find your faction, yeah. your tribe of people that rock with you, that have the same kind of sentiment yeah. that you do. Like, ooh, I like your vibe. Cool, I like your vibe. Yeah. It's not about like, hey, I need to have a thousand clients every month. Well, I'm like, that's just crazy. Yeah. But if you focus your attention on maybe the type of people you like or people, the person that you are, mm-hmm. then you'll just find those, there's 7 billion people on the planet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's 35 yeah. million in Canada. Yeah. I'm sure you can find your group of people oh, totally. that want to rock with you. Oh, totally. It's even like when people come to us, like we're on the more uh, light and airy side of photos, yes. the bright and airy side of photos. And people will say to us like, oh, like I just don't like the dark and moody stuff. And, and here's the thing, like it's just different. It's yeah. not better or worse. It's just different. But our tribe of people, the people who hang with us, the people who like our stuff, the people who hire us, don't like that. But they do like our stuff. So that's great. Yeah. Like we're good. And we finally tend to like a lot of the same things. Like we've gotten down our clients really, really well. Like some of my best friends shoot really dark and moody. And their work's beautiful. It's just different. But they have their tribe. I've got mine, which exactly. is okay. And pe- I, the worst thing people, someone could do is be like, oh, try to change someone. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? Where they're like, Actually, could you do it like this? I'm like, yeah. well, that's because yeah. I've had this happen before where, you know, people have seen the type of work that I've done. Yeah. Um, and then th- I show up to do like a photo for them. And like, actually, I want to be more like this and more like that. I'm like, OK, you've seen the work that I've oh, had. Oh, yeah. This is my realm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, now yeah, you're yeah. asking me to do something that's outside of my realm. Not to say that I'm not proficient in it. Yeah. I'm just saying. I don't want you to be misled by the end product. Yeah. I want to know that, you know, we're actually simpatico. And and I think clients need to, like, do your research. Like, I know somebody may send you a link, say, cool, this is a great photographer, but go to the site, see their other uh, uh, albums. How is it all working? Is Is it all, like, you know... Is it all simpatico to what you want at the end of the yeah. day? And then if that's good, when you meet them and you vibe, it's going to yeah. have a way better oh, totally. process all totally. around. Totally, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't mess around with it so much. Um, lastly, I know we're running a little bit out of time. I want to keep people interested in like mentorship and internships and all this type of like yeah. development stuff. Because it wasn't until like maybe my second year that I started doing this 
or maybe yeah maybe at the end of my first year where i was like i need a business mentor yeah i, I, need, I need like a coach somebody to Yo, help those me. are huge because uh i'm a smart guy but i'm also smart enough to know that i don't know everything yeah oh no one does if you do that's when you know nothing man <laughs> yeah. so i'm like listen this is not my thing and especially like i understand so much of digital marketing and and development and design and campaigns and funnels but yeah. the practice of doing it for yourself is different than doing it for a client you're so close to it man you're just you're it's like it's like trying to read a book when sorry it's like trying when you're trying to read a book like this close like so when it's like right up to your eyes you can't read you're can't too close to it. it yeah so it's like what where did you find a mentor? How did you get to the point that you felt like you, I need to find myself like a coach of some sort to help me? Yeah. Like I think education is amazing. I don't like school, but I love education. I love that. Yeah. Um, I think learning is really important. So yeah, like I, I, I think, cause like I said, going to college made me interested in business. And when I read the book, building a story brand by Donald Miller, that's when stuff started clicking for oh, me. Oh, you're a story brand yeah, guy. I yeah, love it. Yeah. Uh, went to the story brand conference and everything. Um, Actually, the, one of the only ones in Canada happened in Niagara-on-the-Lake, which is great, right right in my neck of the woods, Whoa. which is awesome. So, yeah, um, because yeah, because uh, Tim uh, Tim Arnold, uh, who's like, yeah, part yeah. Of, yeah, Tim Arnold is part of StoryBrand, his office is down the street, or no he's, at way. least used to be. Yeah, so oh, that's wow. why, because he just goes back and forth between Nashville and here. So, yeah, that's yeah. why he's, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, yeah, so I, I think, like, doing that, uh, like, it got me really interested. I'm like, okay, cool. Clearly, I, I, I need to know more. And then uh, the pro, the CRM I use is called Sprout Studio, and it's, like, it's amazing. But then the creator is actually from my, my, my area. And so knowing that he knows all the processes uh, for, that, for all the systems I use, mm -hmm. and then also he ran a really successful, and still does, a really successful photography studio. I'm like, okay, clearly this is someone I can learn from because not only does he know the industry, he knows my local industry. Right. And then seeing how some people I know, I, I've seen like the lifespan of a photographer and I'm like, okay, hey, why do people phase out after five years? Why do people phase out after seven years? And I'm like, that's, I'm like, I don't want to be part of that statistic. Mm -hmm. How do we actually grow this? And then as I've been gotten more interested in business, I've wanted to like, I, I we got into the idea of, okay, what does it look like to actually grow and have people with us? But it started out with like, I don't want to be part of the statistic. So how do we grow? How do we make this a profitable bit, full service photography studio? Mm. Um, and that's, and like, how do we serve our people really well yeah. to the point where we don't phase out or whatever that means or looks yeah. like? Because I don't know why this is happening to these people, yeah. but I'm seeing it. Because you see people that do so many sessions a year. Yeah. And it's like, man, they must be making bank. Yeah. And then maybe five years in, you don't hear about them doing it anymore. Or yeah. they transition to something else. I'm just like, bro, I don't want to put in all this work. Yeah. Because don't forget, like, there's no benefits and pension no. when you're self-employed. No. It's, it's you. It's, it's, yeah. it's the pension of me. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> so exactly. it's like, I want to make sure that I'm do there's longevity to this yeah. so that I can actually sustain myself, grow my family, you know, have something to retire on, invest well. All these things only happen if I do a not just a good job now, a outstanding job now. Yeah. The quality of the business side yeah. is what will determine the longevity on the long side. Of the yeah. Oh, thing. totally. And even like with like my goals of kind of what I want long term, like mm -hmm. I need to make sure I'm like, I want to make sure this happens because that'll be good for me. And like with like retirement, and everything like long term. But so in order to do that, like you're saying, like you're like, you're smart guy, but smart enough to know that you needed help. And the same thing for me. Like, I know I need help. I'm like, but how do you have a full photography studio? I'm like, well, I, I know that I didn't know how to sell 
sell albums at the time. I know right. I didn't know how to sell prints at the time. So how do I become a full service photography studio? By selling that stuff. So I got to get someone to teach me, right? Huh. And so, and that expedited the process. And all of a sudden we now sell albums regularly because, and I think albums and physical products are the best way of enjoying your photos, sure. right? Like, so I'm like, cause knowing that I knew that. So how do we now sell these? And what also we, we went through three or four different printers. So we found one that's amazing quality. Yeah. They're more expensive like on our end, but the, the quality is amazing. Cause we want to make sure anything we're giving the, to our clients is going to be like, just beautiful, yeah. right? And like it, it is, which is which is great. So it's, yeah, so I think it was like figuring out. I, I figure out what my goals were. I'm like, okay, I don't know how to do those things. I need to find someone who does know how to do those things. And then, even if it costs you, like it's going to be an investment. But that's the whole thing about investment means you're investing, yeah. which means there's there should there yeah. should be a return. Well, I've, I've had people like yeah. mock me for like spending money yeah. to be part of a roundtable uh, uh, coaching group. Yeah, and they're like, so how like you still paying them like? Yeah, you know how many yeah. problems they help me yeah. solve and mitigate, and yeah. how many systems that I've gleaned from oh, them. Yeah, and it's like, no, this is actually something where it's almost invaluable. The money that I'm I'm uh, uh, spending on partnering with them for them to spend time with me, I'm making that money back tenfold. Oh yeah, and that's what I was gonna say too. Like even if like even though it is invaluable, I think even to, to, for the people who are listening, they're like wondering what mentorship is. Like no put a dollar amount on it. It's like, yeah, tenfold. Like, yeah. like the money I've spent on mentors, like on like business coaches, uh, it, it's like, I have made that back times 10. Like yeah. you're saying, like it is, it is well worth it. Cause like, that's the thing, like I said, investment means there should be a return. So yeah. it now, trust me, there's been, for me, there has been a return and it's been really good. Like being able to like have someone else say, no, you're thinking about it wrong. And even like, because we, he'll see like if I'm looking at a new camera, be like, no, man, you don't need it. You don't need new gear. Like, like you don't need the new gear. You don't need the new camera. I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. Even though I don't like hearing that, it's nice to have someone who's not just a cheerleader, but like a, a real coach who's got the heart of a teacher who wants to help you grow and succeed. That kind of thing because it's been like in, like huge for like the growth of my myself in yeah. my business. If you want to, if you're a hard worker already. A coach, I feel, is like pouring gas on fire. Yeah. Because if you already have the work ethic yeah. down, like, I'm going to get my stuff done. I'm going to work hard. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever it takes. If you already have that mentality, you know, first of all, you're poised to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Then second, if you find somebody who can kind of uh, ignite that fire yeah. and pour gas on it and yeah. be like, you're going to go so much further faster mm -hmm. and the results are going to be so much better. And I want young people who listen to this or people who are thinking about maybe I want to do a hide hustle yeah. or convert my nine to five into, you know, a full on business or freelance yeah. work. I want you to, to, I want them to know that you don't have to have all the answers. And if it's like, if you need to ask somebody, if you need to, if you don't have any skills yet and you're just starting out, you can do the hustle work where, you know, yeah. you go to your local whatever and have to take free photos. You know, I forget, I think it was uh, uh, Jeff Goins or another writer or something like that who was like, writers write. It doesn't matter if you have a job. Yeah. It yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If you want to be a photographer, take pictures. Yeah. Oh, you don't, you don't, don't wait for, and if you want to learn something, you don't know, ask questions yeah um so if you want to learn something you can do uh, an internship whether it's mm -hmm. free whether it's paid it doesn't matter i think the mm -hmm. skills are available like we live in the time where we have youtube and yeah all that oh, fun totally. stuff so it's like mentorship 
is I think is key to any business. Yeah. Um, and the more I start speaking to different CEOs of companies, the more I realize doesn't matter how big the company is, there's always a mentor involved. There's always people who are like counseling and helping yeah. the main person make better decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to be a you know a standard whatever photographer or whatever your your business is then sure don't get a mentor yeah but if you want to see growth yeah. personally and within the company then i think having somebody to be a sounding board or somebody to be yeah. a coach is going to be yeah. hugely beneficial to your bottom line yeah well that's even like there's just one there's one quote i heard a little while ago it's talking about like uh, when if a plane is off by one degree even one degree flying across the, across the country, it will land like thousands of feet apart where it should be. Okay, well, sometimes just having a coach is just like, no, 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 you're just a degree off, a couple degrees off. You're just a little yeah. bit of a turn and now you're on the right path. But if you're going this way, oh no, you're going to end up on the road to like disaster, right? Yeah. Right? Or you might get there eventually, but it's going to take you a whole lot longer. Learn, like for me, I, I started doing a lot of um, design stuff and web stuff, just learning how to price things more accurately yeah. like based on how much time it would take how much yeah. money i want to make you know on top of that yeah and how to manage that yeah because i was getting work but i wasn't necessarily making money yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and you feel like that's oh, most man. business people yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like i feel like i would need like a hundred logos yeah <laughs> every single month I'm like yeah. how am i gonna do a hundred logos yeah so you kind of have to reverse and all that type of yeah. work Somebody who is not as close to your business, like somebody who's outside looking in, yeah. will be able to bring that clarity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Kevin, I want you to tell people, like, uh, if you could start over again, what's one thing that you wish you knew, like, then that you know now? If I could start all over, I would tell myself that, number one, gear does not matter nearly as much as you think. And just keep caring about people because I already did. But I think it's like just treat people well and give them the best customer experience you could right. possibly give them. And that's going to go a long way. And also get a mentor. Get a, yeah, get a, yeah, like, yeah. I, if I could do it sooner, I would because I think I'd be in a way better position than I am now hmm. if I had one earlier. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Tell people where they can find you online and, and about the company. Yeah, for sure. So you can find me online on Instagram on my personal account at, at Kev Unger. That's K E V U N G E R. Or you can also find my wedding company at Morning Light Photo on Instagram or morninglightphotography.com. Boom. All right, guys. That's been a More Life podcast. Catch you on the next one.